Blog Talk Radio. Hey, you guys, this is Carlos Torres, Major League Baseball player, and I've been around a lot of gloves in my life and in my days, and I tell you what, go to VinciPro.com to check out real quality, best leather, best craftsmanship, everything all together, the whole package. Go to VinciPro.com. Head coach, Mike Lucif. Coach, welcome to the show. It's always good to have a celebrity in town. Eh? Welcome to Lafayette. Welcome to Kansas Dutch. We're glad you're here. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we are live today. Welcome into TCRS, the Coach Road Show. I'm the coach, Jared Rogel. Uh, really quick, want to let everybody listening to the show today know that tomorrow morning, um, same, actually, yeah, tomorrow morning, same time, 10 a.m. Eastern, it will be our 200th episode of TCRS. Uh, Yvette Healy, head softball coach over at the University of Wisconsin, will be on again. That's 10 a.m. Uh Eastern Time tomorrow morning. This is TCRS brought to you by Vinci Pro. Check them out, VinciPro.com. And we are live, as always, on the 100% Food Hotline. Blast off with 100% Food. Visit SpaceNutrientStation.com. That's 100% Food on SpaceNutrientStation.com. Probably your most effective meal. Joining me right now, though, to talk James Madison Softball, the head coach of the JMU Duke head coach, Mickey Dean. Coach, welcome in. Great to have you here. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for having me. So, Coach, let's jump right into this. Um, you know, coming out of last season, going into this season, what were your main goals during the fall to work on to really bring your team up even more? Well, you know, the one thing we really wanted to work on was being able to to mentally handle things at the end of a season. Uh, so we worked a great deal in our process. And when I talk about process, it's it's doing the daily things so that when you get to tournament time, n- nothing really changes for you. Uh, we have a tendency sometimes to, you know, we got on a roll where we were winning games. And sometimes you have a tendency of not doing the things that you normally do. And then all of a sudden you're in tournament time and you want to, you, you feel kind of chaotic and rushed. Uh, you want to be at your best. So your routine changes. So what we try to do in the fall and are working on still is put it in a process where we don't feel that urgency or we don't feel that chaos. Coach, let's go into your roster now. Start with, I'll start with the outfield. Uh, Taylor Newton, Cassie Brammer, and Hannah Hayes. What really, when you look at these three in, in that group, what really sticks out to your mind going into this season with them? Well, they all three are very athletic, and uh, they understand the game extremely well. Um, and, and their thing was, in the fall, was try to give them as much game time, game-like situations so that their communication with each other uh, was very clear. And they learned to trust each other. Uh, they learned to figure out who can get to what ball, uh, what angles do they need to take. And we did a lot of that. Um, you know, last year uh, our intentions were to have Cassie in center field, and she broke her ankle. So right at the beginning we were we were making those switches, moving Taylor to center and 
finding the right fielder. Uh, and right field is just Taylor's natural natural position. If you if you ever watched her play right field, you'd say, boy, she's a natural there. Uh, so those are some of the things we worked on. And, and with Cassie being healthy, uh, I think it puts our outfield in a better position to, to, to be even stronger. Coach, before we head into the infield, want to ask you this question. You know, a lot of coaches will try to keep players at positions they feel comfortable at just so that there is that, you know, mindset. You've really taken a different approach to that as far as opening up every position, nobody really having a lock on a position except maybe a pitcher. Talk a little bit about that and and just your overall um, thoughts and and reasoning behind doing that. Well, you know, if you take a look at at the way we recruit, uh, we like to recruit kids that are very versatile in their, in their ability. Uh, Because once they, once they get to college, uh, you know, you don't know exactly where they're going to fit in the best. Uh, You know, for example, uh, Maddie and, Morgan. Last year, Maddie played third base and Morgan played second base, and that seemed to work the best for that for that team. Um, and this year, we wanted to have a little bit more speed in the middle, and we wanted to have uh, a, an ability to cover bunts at third base. And Maddie's quicker, so we felt with her athletic ability – by moving her to second base would make our team stronger defensively. Uh, Morgan is kind of a three-quarter arm thrower, and so when she comes in to field bunts, she's in a natural position to make that throw, and so the timing is quicker. And we felt if we made that switch, it not only makes our team better, but it allows them to use their God-given athletic ability to play at their best. So we don't try and, to lock kids in. And, Coach, expanding on that, it also – moving Maddie to second also allows her to be able to go into the outfield and get those short balls um, that may be headed out there. Talk a little bit more about that and just how that fits into it as well as, um, you know, Morgan being able to, um, you know, adjust at third base with with that sidearm throwing and, and the angles there and how that yeah, plays it, into it. You know, with our pitchers, our pitchers, uh, they throw hard, and so we have a we have some mishits, what we call mishits, which are flares, uh, especially in that right center field, right field area. And with Maddie's speed, uh, it allows her to go back and make some of those plays. You know, you, you put your outfield in a difficult situation. If, if you take a right fielder, she's got to play shallow for mishits uh, because <laughs> it, that's one of the most difficult to try and defend is miss hits. How do you defend a miss hit? And so Maddie puts us in a better position defensively to be able to go and get some of those balls, and she's very good at it. Uh, one of the better players on our team at doing that. Uh, and then with Morgan, she's very good at coming coming forward and getting balls and has a really quick release because of her three-quarter arm throw. And, and it, it allows her to use her athletic ability to do that. Uh, it's also nice in that, you know, they spent an entire year last year, Morgan at second and Maddie at third. So now they're able to talk about those things as well and help each other out. Uh, 
So we just try to use our athletic ability to, to one, help our team, but also to allow them to, to play at their maximum effort and, and, and be comfortable. Oh, Coach, let's talk shortstop. Nikki Prince, very, very strong player there at shortstop, has been for you. You know, where where is she at coming into this season? Well, she's coming in with a great deal of confidence, to be quite honest. Uh, with Nikki, you know, we had a lot of meetings. Uh, I had a lot of meetings with Nikki at the end of last year and then over the summer. And not just softball-wise, but just just mentally, she's in a good She's in a good position right now. Um, she's in a really good mindset. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you come to one of our practices, you'll see when, it, when it's defense practice, we're very strict in the way that we do things and the way we approach things. And with this group and the experience that we're having, or that we do have, we're allowing them to use their athletic ability rather than saying you know, this A, B, C, this is how we're going to do this. This is step A, step B, step C. Now what we're able to do is we're allowing them to, to open up a little bit more, to use their athletic ability a little bit more, and, and, and not worry so much about being perfect or, or using the right form uh, because we've done so much work with them on that, it, it's now become natural to them. And Nikki is a perfect example of that. Uh, she goes and gets balls now that uh, we just look at each other and we go like, wow, you know, how did she get there? But she's just, she's physically gifted. This is TCRS with Coach Roadshow brought to you by Vinci and live on the 100% Food Hotline. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we'll be back in about 30 seconds. We're going to talk first base. We're going to talk catcher, and we're going to talk about the all-important position inside the circle. This is TCRS, the Coach Roadshow. Hey, this is Ashley Carter, former professional softball player for the Pennsylvania Rebellion. Make sure you guys check out VinciPro.com, makers of high-quality baseball and softball equipment. Make sure you don't go on the field without it. And go on VinciPro.com to check out and get your own very custom glove and use discount code HC01 to get 15% off your total score today. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we're back live today on TCRS on the 100% Food Hotline, brought to you by Vinci. Now, Coach, let's talk about first base, another very versatile spot, another spot that, you know, when you actually when you look at your infield, Every position really is three deep, which has to be a good feeling. But first base, Jalen Ford, Megan Good, and uh, Jenny Behan behind them. Talk about how that how you're going to be able to play off of those play off of those three when it comes to first base, and how strong that other position that's going to be for you. Well, you know, it's good. it should be a very strong position for us. You've got Jalen, who's a senior; she's been there. Uh, Megan, who's just physically gifted, and then uh, Jenny, who is physically gifted. Uh, all three of them are extremely important hitters in their lineup, so they will be in the lineup. Uh, you know, it's, it, I think it's hardest on Jenny, and, and we actually sat Jenny down and spoke to her that she's good enough to start there every game. Uh, but with those two, with uh, Jalen and Megan, uh, their mindset is is that 
they want to be in the game, and 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 mentally they need to be in the game. Uh, so we let Jenny know that you know most of the time when one of them's not pitching, they're going to be playing first base. Uh, but if they need a break physically, we won't hesitate to use Jenny. Uh, you know they're all three very good, and uh, so what you know no matter who's playing there, we don't have any doubts about their ability. Uh, but we need to have them all three in the lineup because they're, you know, they bat right, all three of them bat right in the middle of our lineup and produce a lot of power. So we're we're pretty lucky there. Coach, you go behind the dish, Erica Fields. Tell us a little bit about her. Well, I've always said, I, you know, um, people call me about Erica. I think Erica's the best catcher in the country, and and I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, Wow. The last two years, he's had the least amount of stolen bases against her and the least amount attempts uh, against her. She's extremely difficult to run on. She has a cannon for an arm. And, you know, we moved Erica to the leadoff spot uh, hitting because she's as natural a hitter as anybody I've ever seen. And uh, she has great command of her game. Uh, and, and it's nice to have somebody in that lead-off spot uh, who has such a command. Uh, and, and, you know, you talk about catching. Uh, I think one of Erica's uh, shortfalls has been her communication in her first, especially her freshman and sophomore year. And I think that's where our two other catchers, uh, Alyssa Buttle and Ashley Samuels, have helped, is that they're, they're pretty vocal. And I think Erica has benefited from that. So they all three work extremely well together. And um, but Erica's phenomenal. You know, I've I've, I've coached uh, I've coached in the MPF. I've coached uh, internationally, and Erica's as good as catchers I've ever seen. So, coach, let's go now to the most important position on the field inside the circle it's got to feel good not only to have two great pitchers there but also one pitcher in particular that could very easily be considered one of the top 15 players in the country maybe possibly even one of the top 10 players in the entire country in Jalen Ford everybody knows how Jalen Ford is as a player what makes the person behind the pitcher great? It, it, it's just her attitude. You know, she wants to be the best player on the field, um, period. Uh, whether it's in the circle, whether it's at first base, uh, whether it's hitting, uh, she wants to be the best player. And, and she does not want to disappoint her teammates. So she pushes herself, you know, uh, I can't tell you how many times I'll walk into the gym and there's there's Jalen putting in extra time, whether it's hitting, whether it's uh, taking ground balls. Because, you know, as a pitcher, you don't get as much time uh, to work on your defense. There are so many hours that we're able to work with them. And so she is one that puts in that extra time to make sure that she's ready. Uh, and And the unique thing about that is, you know, I remember Jalen when she was a freshman, and then Megan came in as a freshman, 
And I was telling our coaching staff, I'm like, my gosh, it's like coaching Jalen all over again. Uh, (laughs) Really, there's so much, mentally, there's so much alike. And, you know, I was like, I was like, all right, I'm going to have to do this for another four years with Megan because they they are so hard on themselves. And so that's one thing that we've actually worked at with both of them is not being, you know, not being so hard on yourself because there are going to be mistakes, and it's how we handle those mistakes that make us great. And to see them latch on to those conversations and understand them, uh, their improvement over the last three months, four months, has been tremendous. Uh, you know, because we're going great more into detail, uh, you know, of teaching them the game and uh, and teaching them to recognize things, not just about themselves, but about their teammates and about the game itself. And they're really starting to become true students of the game uh, because you don't always get that out of pitchers. You know, they're usually sometimes they're they're very narrow focused. Uh, but they've kind of opened those doors up, and to see their growth uh, uh, has been a lot of fun. Coach, one of the things that you always look for from seniors is, is that leadership role. How yeah. has how has Jalen Ford this off season worked with Megan and basically got her to a point where going into this season? She's going to be ready to take over this program after this year is up. Well, I'll be very honest with you. Uh, when I say there are two peas in a pod, there are two peas in a pod. So when you talk about that, there's not a whole lot that JJ had to do with Megan. <laughs> I think uh, I think Megan wants that role, and uh, you know I think they both recognize each other's strengths and weaknesses and how they can help each other. And I, I think their growth has been tremendous because of that. Uh, when you when you have, we're very lucky. I'm, you know, sometimes you'd rather be lucky than good. And and we're very lucky in that we have two people in the circle who, when you ask, you know, when you ask players, all right, what's your goal this year? What's your goal? And and both of them are all American, go to the World Series, no hesitation. And these are individual meetings, so this is not in a group where they're hearing each other talk. This is individual meetings that we have with them. And when that that just comes out of their mouth like this is a fact and this is the way it is, um, you know, like I said, sometimes you'd rather be lucky than good because uh, we're very lucky to have two players like that that are in the circle and have tremendous ability. You know, it's one thing to say it, but then it's another to have those people have the ability to do that. And I think that's why you've seen the strides you've seen in our program is because those two young ladies have taken the bull by the horn and, and are truly leading leading this. Coach, listen, it's been great having you on the show today. I want to ask you one last question, same question we ask every coach the first time they come on the show. What does it take not only – to be a part of your softball program, but to be a part of the JMU community? Well, you know, there are two words that we talk about, and uh, I know some people, it's not mushy stuff, but there are two words that we talk about that are truly core to our program, 
And those two words are trust and love. Um, you know, we have to trust each other. And it's not just about our conversations. It's about, uh, you know, we always say we want your actions to speak so loudly that we can't hear your words. And that's where that trust comes in. And then the love is is being able to go out and have each other's back and, and truly lean it on the line and, and not worry about mistakes because there's enough team there that it doesn't matter. You know, we talk about facing another team's pitcher. That pitcher may be able to beat, let's say, a Taylor Newton or an Erica Field, but that pitcher can't beat all 19 or 20 of us. It's impossible. And if we go in there with that mind frame that they have to beat our team and not individuals, then we're going to be extremely tough to beat. Coach, again, thanks a lot for being here on TCRX. Oh, really quick, you've got some uh, summer camps coming up. Tell, tell everybody about that and how they can get more information on the camps. Yeah, you can go to our website, uh, and it's uh, Mickey Dean Softball Camps. Uh, we have two camps, two large camps in the summer. One in June is an individual camp, and then uh, in July we have a team camp. And I know normally those team camps are one day. We do actually a three-day team camp where we do instruction throughout the day and then we bring umpires in and we play at night. And it allows those teams, you know, to work with Division One coaches because we bring in other coaches. And then it allows them to go out and play at night and to take that instruction and immediately put it to use. So we really like our team camp. Uh, but both camps, uh, you know, uh, are very good camps. Coach, listen, it's been fun having you on. We will actually be up at the JMU Invitational at the end of the month. That'll be February 26th through 28th. We look incredibly forward to seeing you and your team on the field at the end of this month. Well, thank you. We look forward to welcoming you to uh, to Harrisonburg and to the JMU community. This has been TCRS with Coach Rocho. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, the 200th episode of TCRS. My guest for tomorrow's show will be University of Wisconsin Badgers head coach, Vet Healy. And don't forget that you guys can uh, follow Blake and Abby on Twitter at TCR Show. That's at TCR Show. You can also follow the show on Facebook, and that is at The CR Show, at The CR Show. Until next time, later times, everybody. <laughs>